purest expression of smashing two action figures together. Does does Robbie listen to this? Is this is Robbie a pre-show listener? No. <laughs> Welcome to Dunstan Chexman, the only, the best, the the podcast you're looking for that will give you a breakdown minute by minute of the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Emily Monkey Town. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing much better. You kind of, it seems a little, there's a rough landing in that intro, if I'm being honest. Sure. I don't want to critique you on air. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to, I, I, I don't want to, I want to keep building our prestige. Sure. So we're not just the only podcast or the best podcast. We're, we're everything. Okay. That's all. Okay. That's all that I'm building there. Okay. That's what's going on. We're going to talk about Minute 29. Yeah. Which you have paired. Yes. With. A little film. Yeah. Called. One hour photo. Yeah. Had you seen the film before? No. Okay, we'll talk about it when we talk about the film. Yeah, whenever you decide. I uh, think it's fairly obvious this time why I picked the film. Nope. Really? No, I'm, okay. I I have, you know, one idea, but it's bad. Like, I don't understand it. I mean, I feel like you just think my, I think that's just you calling my idea bad. No, I just think, I, I don't know. I just don't. I feel like it's a very obvious reason why I picked this I minute. feel like no connection between this movie and this movie. Really? This is like the first time this has happened. Okay, I'm just going to say this to you. We'll just pull the bandit off now. Okay. Nothing about the phrase voyeuristic pleasures would call to mind one hour photo. I, I guess that's, that's, that's the one. Mm, we'll talk about it. Okay. Ip. Yeah. That's how, the, that's how this the minute, minute starts. starts with Ip. Uh, Kyle says "ip" because he's finishing off what it's he was quite saying. surreal. Just like the shot of like Kyle covered in like dirt and trash it says mm. "ip" and then cut and hard cut. <laughs> yeah, well, especially and then we watch it on a loop. Yeah, I was having a fun time with the way this minute ends. Yeah, and then it loops back into "ip." Yes, it's Kyle. Don't "ip" Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then now we're we're back at the um, we cut to this is a, a you know I guess Kyle comes home. Mr. Grant comes home, yeah. or he, he's heard about what's happened some, somehow. Yeah. Uh, and they're back in their little apartment-type building t- yeah. t- area. Yep. Um, Kyle and Brian are sitting on the stairs that we'd seen earlier. Yeah. Uh, and Mr. Grant's lecturing. He says, Kyle, I know you're upset about the vacation, mm-hmm. but that's no excuse to throw a dog in the garbage. Yeah. Now, obviously, so there was the whole scene earlier where Kyle was under the desk and heard everything about... Hey. Huh. You know what sucks about this movie and doing this podcast? What? I feel like, um, you know, with Super Mario Brothers, yeah. the movie we covered on our previous podcast, yeah. it's like, I feel like I really gained a deep, rich knowledge about the live-action Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Like, I feel reasonably comfortable calling myself an expert on the live-action Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, same. Um. I would go so far to argue is that you and I are maybe in the top 10 people in the world in terms of knowing about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. I don't feel that with Dunstan Checks In. I feel like uh, I, I feel like I, I already am like losing grasp on what happened in some of the earlier minutes we watched. I mean, it's just it's like it's like water into a hot pan. This movie it just does it just does not stay with me at all. It has I, no sticking power. I, I mean, I also think of it as like uh, th- this movie's like a scratcher where you're just you lose every time. Like you gain nothing. <laughs> you can scratch that top layer off, and underneath it's nothing. There's not. With the Mario Brothers movie, we scratched yeah. that top layer, and it there's was like so many treasures. jackpots. We won every time. Yeah. <laughs> this one is just like there's nothing there. 
Like we really, we're really going deep on these minutes and I'm really trying to bridge the connections and the scenes and it's just not rewarding. Yeah, no, you it's, get nothing in return. It's not, but we've chosen this life. <laughs> we've made our bed and we must lie in it. Yeah, so, so here we are. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so there's the earlier scene where Kyle was under the desk when yes. Mrs. Dubrow was saying, do, do, you do, can't do, go to uh, Bali, you have to stay and get us that six star, and yeah. Kyle was very upset about it. Yes. Uh, so then, I mean, I guess that's what Mr. Grant is extrapolating, that his son was so upset that instead of properly walking the dog, which we think might have been a form of punishment for the for, prank yeah, in the yeah. first scene. Exactly. Exactly. For, he thought, oh, you're not doing that properly because you're mad about the vacation being, mm. you know, canceled or delayed. Yeah. Um, so then he says he didn't. Yeah. Kyle says he's innocent. I have committed no crime. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. <laughs> so then Mr. Grant says, what happened? He's furious at this point. He's building up to a to a real, you know, blowing his, blowing his top. Yeah. He says, what happened? And he says, no, don't tell me. Mm. You decided to give the dog a coffee ground bath. Yeah. Now... What's what's up with that? What? <laughs> now, oddly enough, I don't know if that picked up on the recording. Yeah, a car did honk. Yeah, a, like a semi. Yes. outside of your window just now. Uh, yeah, and in fact, when that line I think happens, it was the garbage truck. <laughs> yeah, and when that line happens in uh, in this minute, you give him a coffee ground bath. There is also a car honk that is audible. Yeah, which I thought was odd. I'm I I don't oh, I, know. I didn't hear that actually in the mix. I well I'm I just thought it was so odd because I thought we understood where their their room was. I thought it was underground kind of. Yeah. So I was trying to understand how they'd hear a car honk so clearly. Yeah. And also given time of day, there's a lot going on. Interesting. Where I was trying to understand the the context of why a car honk was there. Do you want to talk about coffee ground bath? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I need? How, how little do you understand? Well, I just think, is that something that is believable that a kid would think a dog would need? What, what's the... Well, coffee grounds... Okay, so there is such a thing as using coffee grounds as an exfoliant. Sure. Which I think I think that sort of makes sense to me that a kid would see like, okay, like when adults are doing a fancy bath, they use coffee grounds. Yeah. So coffee grounds equals fancy bath. Okay. I just didn't think Kyle would think that. But also... You understand that Mr. Grant is mocking Kyle. Yeah, he's mocking Kyle. He doesn't actually believe that Kyle. It's not really a question of whether Kyle would not believe it. The, the premise here is Mr. Grant's joke. Well, I, I don't even know if it's a joke so much as he knows. So I think Kyle is, he has his head in the clouds. Yeah. And so I think Mr. Grant expects Kyle to have a dumb excuse like what he's giving. Mm-hmm. But he's he's getting ahead of the dumb excuse. Yeah. And saying, no, 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 this is not going to fly. Yeah. But I, I don't even know where that dumb excuse comes from. But you're saying that's a real thing. I just didn't know about it. Yeah. That's all. Uh, you know what struck me in this minute, hmm. in these moments? Yeah. How unused yep. I am to... Does that make sense? Yep. How unused I am to <laughs> seeing Jel- Jelson. <laughs> there it is. I'll see you later. Who's I'm re- Jelson? I'm retiring from podcasts. Who's Jelson? Don't go before you tell me who Jelson is. I need to know. Jason Alexander. Oh my god! I thought you couldn't remember Brian's name. Okay. 
Because I'm unused to seeing Brian in a minute. He hasn't been in a minute in like five minutes. I'm unused to seeing Jason Alexander in like clothes that actually fit him well. Oh. Because, you know, the whole thing on Seinfeld, they say that uh, George was always dressed in clothes one size too small to make him look uptight yeah. and dorky. And mm. Kramer was always dressed in si- clothes one size too big to make him look relaxed and cool. Uh-huh. So, like, seeing Jason Alexander in, like, a suit, and like, not a suit, but, you know, a suit without a jacket. Is yeah. a suit without a jacket still a suit? Yeah. Business attire. Business attire that, like, fits him well and is flattering is, like... It's a unique experience, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so then Kyle says the dog just jumped off the dog walk. Yeah. The way he phrases now, that I is I also wrote down the word dog walk. <laughs> yeah. But he says he jumped off the dog walk. Which would suggest to me that this area is, like, designated for the purpose of walking a dog. Yeah. Which only heightens the, the, the wildness of the yeah. whole thing because, again... It's a space where dogs can't poop or pee. There's no grass. Yeah. Yeah. Have you never had a, a dog that is that is more used to peeing on non-grassy areas? How do you mean? Uh, so my girlfriend's dog, the area, the, the little backyard area that he has to pee and poop in. Yeah. Very little grass. Sure. And he generally doesn't pee or poop on the little bit of grass that is there. He'll just do it right on the concrete. Wow. Um, well, my point is... Mm-hmm. For sanitary reasons, yeah. Regardless of of dogs' preferences, yeah. This is an an ideal place, yeah, to walk a dog. Well, also, and it, yet here he is calling it quote the dog walk. Have you seen the film Roma? No. Now on Netflix, I don't watch like Academy Award winner. I don't consider it a real film unless it's had a true theatrical run. <laughs> okay, good, very good. That's a joke. It's not my actual belief. Yeah. Um. So, in fact, you only consider true films things that were once Disney Channel original movies. That's correct. So, the only true cinema is Disney Channel original movies. Um, so, in Roma, there's there's a it's like right in the first scene, the dogs that live in the the little apartment area or whatever, they poop on uh, on concrete where a car parks sometimes, yeah. and uh, the way they clean it up is they just get they scoop it and then they just get hoses. Yeah. We, but but that seems unlikely for this semi rooftop area. Yeah, it seems unlikely. A and B, like gravel a hose ain't gonna work like that. Yeah, it is kind of gravelly. It's a yeah. weird. It's a weird. It is literally the worst possible place for yeah. a dog to go to the bathroom. It's a weird dog walk if that's what it actually is. Yeah. Uh, do you think Kyle was just like one one area off? Because it looked like there was like a greenhouse right behind where he was, there was definitely in that a previous minute. Because there is a greenhouse later in the film. I believe that is the greenhouse we see later uh, in the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I. You also just can't have a dog peeing in a greenhouse. Like, yeah, that seems not, odd too. Yeah. Yeah, none of that makes sense. Uh, so then, just uh, Mr. Grant asked if the Robert Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Robert. Robert Grant. And his children, Kyle Grant and who, who Brian I, Grant. Who was I going to jokingly suggest that Robert Grant was related to? You know, the the Grants. I had a goof loaded like five episodes ago that I never got to. <laughs> and I'm just now remembering that lost goof. and I, But I can't get there. The lost goof. Yeah. Uh, so then Jason, uh, Jason, I keep wanting to call him Jason Alexander because that's just who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Grant asks if the dog is suicidal. Yeah. Then Kyle explains that. Uh, that Neil, the dog, that he smelled the monster on the ledge and jumped over. The monster on the ledge is a curious phrasing here. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, this is again where I'm like, Kyle, 
Do you not know what an orangutan, an orangutan, looks, orangutan like? looks like? Would you not even consider that just a monkey? Yeah. Would you, your brain just wouldn't go monkey. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't get this child. Yeah. I don't get him at all. Me neither. Uh, and especially, he came into very close contact with this animal. Yeah. So monster is not what he I kissed it. Yeah. I think Dunstan kissed him. Well, takes two to take him. I'm going to track that last statement. Yeah. Um, so then uh, this is where Mr. Grant really blows his top and he goes, oh, of course, it's the ledge monster, the smelly ledge monster. Yeah. He's at his, he's at peak Costanza right there. Yeah. He's he might really as well Costanza-ing. be shouting, we live in a society. <laughs> uh, at, at, at this point, he kind of walks away from the, from the kids. Out of anger. Out of anger. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then Brian turns to Kyle and says, way to blow the tip, psycho. Yeah. Which is, that's what Brian's concerned with. That seems like an older brother concern. I guess. I'm being fair. He, he's concerned with, with girls and money. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's his whole character. It really is. There's really not much more there. So now we cut to a door This is Delacroce. Yeah. Delacroce's hey, come you know home. what we've never fucking talked about? What? The fact that the hotel rooms have hobbit doors. Round? Not round, but the doorknob is in the middle. Uh, I don't is think that it's true all of them. for every door? I don't think it's all of them, but several of the hotel rooms, the doorknob is in the middle of the door, like a hobbit door. Yeah, that's a little odd, especially with their weird key system Yeah, that we still don't understand. Yeah, correct. <laughs> because we see Mrs. Delacroce enter from the inside of the room, so we don't even see how she uses the key. Yeah. Uh, and then she does have a very... I, I'll just call it like I see it. It's a very movie entrance into the room. She walk it's, in, she yeah. turn on the light, she screams. The the I I don't think you know that there was there wasn't a character prep of like oh I'm gonna put my key down or I'm gonna walk to this area. Yeah. It's just open door for scream. Yes. Uh, and she turns on the light. That's how I enter a room sometimes. Though, <laughs> to be fair. Sometimes you have to scream at the room to get it to respect you. Yeah, exactly. And then you can live in it. Yeah. Uh, so she opens the door, flicks on the light, and then we get to see flicks wh- on the light. Yeah. Interesting phrasing. You don't you don't flick a light. I flip a light. Okay. Sometimes you gotta click a light. Oh. <laughs> God forbid. You have to. You ever have to turn the light? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have to? I can't think of another. Um, and this is where she sees everything strewn about, mm-hmm. as we saw in previous minutes. Classic strewning. Yeah, Dunstan had opened all the drawers, thrown everything around. Yeah. And then there's this weird, it's not a zoom, it's like a cut zoom, mm-hmm. uh, because it's not, you know, a smooth zoom. It's it's like three different shots, each one a little closer zoomed in on the jewelry box, Yeah, which is open and completely empty. Yeah. And then that is what I believe really makes her scream. Yeah. Beyond everything else. Yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we cut right from that back to... Uh, Mr. Grant is still going off on his kids. Uh, he says, all right, get ready. I'm about to pass sentence. Yes. And he says, you're grounded. Yeah. And Brian says, well, we're, we're already, already grounded. grounded. Right? And uh, he says, well, you're double grounded. I love that. I think that's really good. <laughs> and then he goes, so now this is to me, this is proving that Brian was supposed to be helping with this dog walk. Because okay. he also gets in trouble yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but he says, no poker. Yeah. No videos. Yeah. Now, do you think that means just movies? Yeah. 
Yeah. Or do you think that's, that's, that, that's that weird old parent thing of sometimes they just called video games videos? Ooh, there's that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because this is 96. This is true. This is prime time for parents not understanding video games. That's true. I might agree with you on that one. Mm -hmm. And then he says, uh, and you can't use the security room for your voyeuristic pleasures anymore. Now, I'm shocked to hear you act like this is such a stretch to one hour photo. (laughs) People get on Twitter and vindicate me, please. I feel like this is a reasonable jump. Uh Uh-huh. Before we talk about one hour photo, can we talk about what... What a fucking big old creep Brian is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. But there's also, I think, did Mr. Grant just find out today that Brian was doing this? See, here's my problem. Yeah. It seems like he knows and typically condones this behavior. Yeah, or at least pretends to turn a blind eye. Yeah. To him, an employee of the month, Wallace. Because the fact that... What was that guy's name? I don't know. The fact that he would revoke access as a punishment... Yeah. To me shows that he's normally fine with this. Yeah. Which is troubling. Yeah. I also think it might even imply that because we know that uh, Brian was going after these French girls at while Kyle was taking care of this dog walk. Yeah. Did something else occur? Ooh, that we That didn't Mr. See. Grant got wind of and was like, oh, I got to put a stop to this maybe, finally. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So uh, it's it's troubling. Yeah. To put it mildly. Hey, you know what? You know who else displayed some troubling behavior? What? Sigh the photo guy. Yeah. From the film One Hour Photo. Mm-hmm. Now you mm-hmm. had not seen this film. I had before. not seen it before. I... You didn't go through a phase where you're like, hey, I'm an adult film fan now, and I've loved Robin Williams' comedies as a child, and now I must watch his serious movies. Uh, I always did want to watch this movie because that that was when I watched it. Was when I went through that phase I just described. Well, he. I mean, I did watch. Goodwill Hunting, and yeah, I that hated movie it. Fucking sucks. He was the best part of it by, and it was not. Wait, can we make an agreement right now? Yeah, that neither of us will choose Goodwill Hunting okay. ever. Yeah, and that if a guest tries to pick it, we will both burn our vetoes to stop that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I. Oh God, <laughs> I just couldn't. I could not do based on the emotion and how loud I want to react. Yeah, I for years mm. I mocked you for having such I thought ununderstandable hatred of Goodwill Hunting, and now that I've seen the film, I think I hate it more than you do. I'm glad it's so fucking bad. It sucks. And I'm so angry it that re- I watched it. It really sucks. The, I think I mean this will only add to your anger if you haven't considered all the implications of this. <laughs> the, Fucking Ben Affleck and Matt Damon won an Oscar. an Oscar for the writing on that film. Yeah. That launched both of their careers, Ben into directing and Matt Damon into whatever the fuck else he did. Like, we we could have saved ourselves 10 years of dumb shit from both of them. Well, listen, I enjoy some of their other works. Like what? Um, what? <laughs> Dogma was a big fan of Okay, well, kid. Dogma's fine. Yeah. I Yeah, Dogma was my in on Kevin Smith movies, for um, sure. Um... What's another? You know, I thought The Martian was okay. Capital O K. I think my I thought it was lowercase okay. <laughs> okay, A Y. Let's see. Um, God. Because Ben Affleck, then he goes on to do. I mean, it oh, leads to all, him winning we all, the Oscar. We, we winning for Holly, Argo. Hollywood Land. We all loved. I think I was thinking about that movie the other day and how much it sucks. <laughs> because I, I mean, you can draw. The, I think you can draw the line from Goodwill Hunting to Argo. Sure. And that's bullshit. Like yeah. that's the that's really I mean, really that's bad. Fair. Yeah. Argo is I like a terribly racist movie. <laughs> Argo. I, I don't know. The town. I thought it was just whatever. I liked it when it first came out. I, it probably didn't hold up. 
Yeah. I'm well. I'm more than willing to admit that it probably doesn't hold up. I think a a, a weird thing with the town is that it was one of those. Uh, we're gonna do the weren't they in Boston? They're like we're gonna do the Boston yeah. accent thing. Yeah. And I think the fighter does that way better. <laughs> well, because Ben Affleck's from Boston. Yeah, but I don't. I don't care. Like it doesn't work <laughs> for me. Hey, you know what's a good time with Ben Affleck? Huh. Um. Daredevil. <laughs> Kinda, kinda <laughs> yes, if you ask me. But I was gonna say Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't, I could not. For, that pause was me trying to remember the word Armageddon. Yeah. Because I wanted to call the movie Apocalypse, <laughs> and that's not what it's called. Michael Bay's Armageddon, Let's, also starring Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah. Let's talk about One Hour Photo. Yeah. Do you remember who directed it? I was gonna. Look. Gotta be Mark Nemerick. It, I think you're right. I think that's close. <laughs> and, but I, I remember when I looked at he mostly does music videos, which I think really tracks the, the visuals in this film are very... Music video-esque? Yeah. There's, uh, Mark Romanek. There you go. I was close. Yeah, and I don't think he's really done much since One Hour Photo. He did Never Let Me Go. Remember that movie? Yes. People liked that movie. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Me neither. But uh, it stars the second Spider-Man you're talking, of Andrew course, Garfield. about whoever did Spider-Man in the 90s cartoon because the first Spider-Man would be the 60s cartoon. Yeah, calm You your... just got outsmarted by a nerd. <laughs> okay. Put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I'd never seen it. You'd never seen it. So then you, then you make me watch it for this, and I thought, okay, this is one I could go along with. Yeah. Because sometimes the ones I'd never seen before that you make me watch for this are, are punks. Example. Oh, yeah, punks. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they are punks, yeah. <laughs> but this one, I was like, I've wanted to see this, all yeah. right. Yeah. I don't know how this is going to connect to the minute. And then it does in a way that's like, okay. Fuck you, first of all. Um, what did you think of the film? Um, I thought it was just okay. I would agree with that. I'm, I'm yeah. inclined to agree. It's, um... Can we, I, now, can I do a confession? Sure. I, I fell asleep. Before the film ended. Wow. I watched most of it. I fell asleep like during the the big quote unquote exciting climax. Okay. Um, but I did fall asleep. So you were uh, see what I wanted to talk about was the there's kind of a reveal at the end. Well, I remember the reveal. Okay. I I I yeah. I don't know what the reveal means. It's kind of a, it's yeah it's a it's a frustratingly unclear. I would say the reveal. Yeah, because then people online also want to say that the the he gives like a little monologue. Well, should we should we describe what the reveal is first of all? By the way. Yeah. So if you ever want to watch one hour photo, you know, spoilers here. Spoilers here. So the film comes to a head. Yeah. He uh he finds out that the husband of this family is cheating on the wife. Yeah. And so he um. Loses it and he gets them both in a hotel room and he holds them at knife point and forces them to pose in sexual scenarios while yeah. he takes pictures. Yeah. Um, and then the film opens with him in a police station and yeah. then the film is told in flashback. Yeah. I thought he just straight up murdered the husband when he's in that police station. Yeah. And they 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 open with the policeman has the developed pictures. Yeah. And size so like, can I look at them? And yeah. I was like, oh, this fucking creep murdered the husband, yeah. took pictures of the body all crazy. Yeah complete psycho you know crazy like beyond my imagine you know yeah and then at the end of the film we finally see those photos mm -hmm. and it's just an empty hotel room yeah but we do i mean we know that he did the did those things he held this couple at knife point yes he forced them into those situations and he appeared to be taking pictures well that's well, that's that's the frustrating thing about the about the reveal is yeah. do we know that 
Do you think that's also not real? Well, it doesn't make any sense because what were those pictures if not, if that was real? I I don't know, because they said they took his camera. So it's not like he had a secret roll of film somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, like, what is this reveal? Well, I I think more frustrating to me is, does this mean that, that he did those things, but he can't be charged for any crime well i don't think like that's what, how it works well no but then uh, what is it's the it's the word of this you know cheating guess, couple yeah. versus him yeah the whatever they say he did do we see them say he did it i forget well we do see the cops taking the husband home yeah because the wife does find out because Sai sends her pictures that the lady that the develops. lady had developed yeah a, yeah i don't know it's and also, like, what I mean, I, I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's meant to be confusing whether or not he has a quote-unquote end goal. Yeah. Whether he wants this family to somehow blindly accept him. Well, then there's like the last shot of like him photoshopped into the family photo. Yeah. Which. Does that mean that he continues believing that this family likes him? I don't know. Yeah. There's that whole middle part where he's imagining what it would be like to be in the house. That was it, and then it's as like well. also is, I fell for that reveal again when I watched it this time, even though I'd seen the movie before. Well, and then there's there's are we supposed to believe that he did break into the house, or, but just didn't get caught? At but the just end? didn't get caught, or that he is just imagining the whole thing? Well, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot that's kind of like wishy washy. Yeah. Um, and then even the the whole idea that um he would it, get he I would mean, get fired feels... and then kept on for the rest of the week is so insane. Uh, yeah. Because, I don't know. I mean, that happens. They I they generally, I feel like they wait till the end of the week to tell you in that scenario. But Yeah. Yeah. Especially since it's so, that seems like so charged, yeah. that, that firing. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, oh, well. Gary Cole plays a shitty boss back to back two years in a row. Yeah. Well, did, no, because Office Space was 1999. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. What, did you, did you hear the, read the story that, um, when, when Robin Williams was approached about this film, he was yeah. offered the, the boss role? interesting and he looked at the script and said no i want to be the photo guy well that's also weird that rob williams would be like play this like small role and like he would go against type to do a small role because the boss role i would say is still against type for him yeah so that's weird that he would like go against type for a small role yeah it's odd it's an odd story yeah Yeah. (laughs) um i i think that that's so i I don't understand that that's the story that i read rob williams is like a, a movie star or was yeah maybe he was on a bit of a decline there but that'd be like you know, uh, Bruce Willis was originally offered the role of Argyle, but he's like, I want to play John McClane instead. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You have to ask Mark Romanek. Uh, okay. Um, I I also, I, I keep thinking of the scene where uh, there's the, the the boy of the family is like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sad about sad people. That's a fucking burn. <laughs> Can we appreciate what a good burn that is? <laughs> this kid is losing sleep because he feels bad for the photo man. Yeah. But then the mom is like, oh, he probably has, you know, a family and a girlfriend and everything. And then we're seeing the reality. Yeah. He lives alone. Yeah. He, you know, drinks a glass of water standing Sitting, next to the sink. Yeah, and it's just undecorated house. Yeah. You know, there's something I hate. It's an undecorated room. Okay. Do you get it? You're, well, the podcast people don't. But no, they don't. It's an inside <laughs> joke for just people who have been inside my room. Yeah. Up until literally yesterday, my walls were pretty, pretty bare. I finally got around <laughs> to putting some stuff up. Um, But I think that scene is interesting, but it almost feels like it doesn't belong in this movie. The scene with the boy? Yeah. 
Well, then when the mom's like, oh, let's think happy thoughts for him. Yeah. And then it kind of implies that that's happening at the same time as the drink of water. See, I think I think that's an important scene to be in the movie, even. But it just feels out of place for the way the movie goes. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's kind of necessary to show that they, they are not creeped out by him at first. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I don't even know. though he's explicitly creepy from minute zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing: you say he's explicitly creepy from minute zero, but they don't—they don't know that he's making double copies. They don't know that he's looking at his pictures. I guess. Like you're just saying, you're just, you're just judging people who have that haircut and those glasses, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I feel like that first scene that we have where he knows the family's address by heart. I think he's definitely. I think he comes <clears throat> off as awkward more than creepy in that moment. Especially that, there's that moment when he's like, "I gave you five by seven. She's like, "Oh, I want a four by six and he just kind of freezes up and says, uh, five by sevens are better. Yeah. I didn't charge you for them. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like he just reads more as like a socially awkward person than a creep. And that's, I, I guess. Um, and then there's the whole thing. So he's making doubles of their pictures and he has like a photo wall. Yeah. That's the, the one decoration he does have in his house is he has an entire wall of photos. Of and then those, family, those lights, lights that you have yeah. at like uh, construction sites. Yeah. Set up to yeah. put glare on the photos really for yeah. as, for as uptight as he is about the process of printing photos and making quality prints, which is like a running thing throughout the movie. Yeah. He, he very little care is put into displaying these photos. Yeah. Well, and then also, you know, the, the light would, would, uh, would burn them, would burn would them, fade them out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, it it is shown that he has photos all the way back from when this child was born, yeah. and we know that he just had his ninth birthday party. Yeah, so he's been the he photo also guy. Says that at one point to the family. Yeah, yeah, he's been the photo guy for nine years. Yeah, at least. And this family's been doing photos for nine years. Yeah, at this place. Yeah, because I mean, he says at one point he's worked in photos for like twenty years. Yeah, but he's been at the same place. That felt to the me also part. like like a little weird. Why is that weird? I don't know. It's like the same guy for nine years. Why is that? And weird, like you've though? been going to the same place for nine That's years. Small town charm, baby. Is that supposed to be a small town? Where are they? No, even? they're not a small town because he says he's from downtown. He lives in down. He lives downtown. Yeah, he like doesn't even live near the Save Mart. Where the Save Mart is, yeah. Um, the the fake Walmart. No, but I'm saying like that's it, it's nice to have someone. I mean, there are people that like like I'm a barista. I know people who have worked at my coffee shop for ten years. Really? Yeah. Wow. Huh? All right. Uh, See what's happening here is that we're millennials. Yeah. Like it, it's sort of inconceivable. Like long term jobs don't exist anymore, so yeah. it's sort of inconceivable to us. Did, but did, I feel like there was in two thousand two that was a very normal thing. Uh, two things, just random. Yeah. Did you enjoy that there was a Yoshi in this movie? <laughs> a character named Yoshi. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I kind of liked Yoshi a lot. Yeah, he's a nice kid. I like when when uh, he finds out that um, Sai's been fired. He's yeah. like, you know, hey, thank you. Yeah, thank like you for teaching me, me everything. Craft, yeah. yeah. And I was like, dang, this He's is just like a nice sweet boy. Yeah, this yeah. is nice. And then um, our old pal Jim Rash. Jim Rash developing some pornography. <laughs> Amateur pornographer. Yeah. No, that's a typecast. Do you think <laughs> <laughs> pervert? He just gets typecast as a pervert. Yes. I like that. I feel like Dean on community. We're talking about Jim Rash from the yes. television show community right now. Uh, I feel like Dean and this the character in this film are two wildly different kinds of perverts, yes, which yes. is exciting. <laughs> it's exciting when Jim Rash gets to play different perverts. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever, Have you ever s- see Jim Rash in a non-pervert role? Um, what's that? The way way back? Oh sure, yeah. I guess he's not explicitly he's kind of a, a pervert in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he just because he has the he mustache. He wrote that movie, and he's kind of a pervert in that movie. Just because he has the mustache. Uh, I mean, um, you were doing the same thing to sign the photo guy earlier. That's true. 
But but I also think like the movie's doing that to him. Yeah. They don't because we know what Robin Williams look like look like. Oh yeah, we know and what he look like. <laughs> they the way they make Cy look is not like Robin Williams. I also feel like and I don't mean to judge someone, but sure. I'm looking at Jim Rash's Wikipedia page right now. Mm-hmm. And he looks like a pervert. <laughs> but he doesn't look like any of the kinds of perverts that he's played. Like his real life look. Listen. <sighs> I'm That's, not saying anything about, bad about Jim Rash. Yeah. I'm not saying he is a pervert. Also, pervert to me is a word that could have a, like, I, I don't think the Dean, I think the Dean is the kind of pervert that's, well, no. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say he's lovable, a lovable pervert. He is lovable. And I was going to say he's not a bad person, but he crossed the line with Jeff frequently. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is, I don't think pervert is necessarily a negative word always. Sure. Um. And I, that's why I'm saying I'm not. This is not me making a judgment about Jim Rash. I'm just saying, dude looks like a fucking pervert. <laughs> and I'm trying. I'm looking up now to see if um I can think of any. Role. He's in Minority Report, apparently. I don't remember him in that film. Is he one of the? But possibly not a pervert in that. Judges, isn't there Technician like a judging is panel? Oh, okay. Uh, Captain America: Civil War. He's basically the dean in that. Yeah. In that cameo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing any kind of non-pervert role. Hmm. All right. Uh, he played a. St- he went. He went over to England to play a pervert at one point. What? what oh no, was he was in the U.S. version of this show. In the in the failed U.S. version of the British TV show Coupling, he played Stalker. Oh great. <laughs> um. Yeah. But do you also want to talk about the scene, the the dream sequence? Which one? The the eyes. I don't remember the scene you're talking about. It's like very disturbing because it kind of comes out of nowhere. There's oh, a, when his eyes are bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's standing in the in an aisle of the Save Mart, and it's yeah. completely empty. Like, the, yeah, yeah. the aisle is there, but there's nothing on the shelves. And then he just reaches up to his eyes, and it zooms in, and he, like, screams as blood spurts out of them. Well, I'll tell you. There, here's what I'll tell you there. Yeah. Oh, you saw something troubling. <laughs> you saw a troubling thing on the internet. <laughs> in 2018 uh jim rash played a character named fenton pelt yeah which is just sort of phonetically similar to dean pelton in a way that seems strange to me F- uh wait what was that on a show called great news that i've never heard of oh great news it's it's uh oh, it's tina fey tina show. fey showed up in the second season jim well, it rash looks like she created the show as well <clears throat> is also a, a, a voice in a uh, ducktales are you seeing that on is your... he a pervert there N- well <laughs> here's what i'll say he plays gyro Gearloose, who in to my knowledge of the old ducktales and the video games and everything he's just the inventor guy sure. he's just the guy who's like oh i built you a helicopter you know out of coconuts i you know yeah i turned your phone into a super phone like that that's gyro Gearloose. a super phone <clears throat> the the in this new ducktales the new canon ducktales yeah he's He's kind of like mean in a way oh. that isn't like fun. Interesting. He's mean to like an intern. He's like me. He's like oh, what a bummer. So, so he's not a pervert, but he certainly is like taking this. This character took a turn, and it's like they were like they looked at Jim Rash and went, "Yeah, that's the that's the one to voice this <laughs> turn of this character." Interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about this dream sequence. Okay. I think this dream sequence. <clears throat> I think this dream sequence is um, sort of evidence of the larger problem with this film that mm. makes it just an okay film, which is the film never seems to want to commit to how much of a horror movie it is. Oh, okay, yeah. It, it, it doesn't seem to quite know where it wants to walk the line between like thriller and horror. Yeah. And I think that's evidence in moments like this, which just feel sort of out of place. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think that that also comes into play with certain parts of the narration or voiceover yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Where um, there's one part, and it's in the trailer too, where Sai says, you know, the word snapshot yeah. originally was a hunting term. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so. It's like very aggressive right at the start. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so that's, you're you're a picture guy. You think of yourself as a hunter? And they never play with that. Yeah, they never, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of is It just there. seems like, it's like, there's a vaguely threatening thing for him to say. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. That was one hour photo. Yeah, Vo- voyeur. I I guess voyeuristic pleasures. Yeah. Someone who's looking at stuff they shouldn't be looking at. Uh huh. Do you want to hear what what film I would have paired with this? What? Uh, because they go they get double grounded. Animal House. Yeah. I th- I you know what I think I made the right choice. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're right at the end of this minute. Listen, do you do you, how well do you remember Animal House? Look. There's things in that movie that we don't want to talk about. I'm not going to stand up. Okay. <laughs> there are things in that movie that we would don't want to talk about. I know. I know. <laughs> but it holds a special place inside of me. <laughs> but I'm not going to stand up. Just, I just let it be. The great thing is there's like three different things that that we that I'm thinking of that I don't know which ones of those you're thinking of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it there. Um. So yeah, so this is basically the end of the minute. Yeah, we we've made it. Yeah, we've done it. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! Um, because the last thing Mr. Grant says, he turns to his other son. He says, "Kyle, no," and that's the end of the minute. Yeah. Kyle, no. Ip, Ip Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Which also that like almost makes it seem like he's saying, "Kyle, don't say Ip again." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kyle, no Ip, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Plugs? Uh, yeah. I do another podcast called Nothing New. It's a re- remake podcast. Me and uh, Justin Kizan talk about remakes every month. Uh, our most recent episode is about Dumbo. That's right. Disney took another crack at Dumbo. Uh, so go ahead and listen to that. We have special guests, uh, David and Kayla, on that. They're, they, they, they could be future guests on this show. They could. Listen in. Listen in. Yeah. Uh, BenVNetwork.com slash Nothing New. And then the other show that I do is called It's On My List. It's On My List. Because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. Uh, Every month, me and, uh, uh, you know, uh, four others get together and talk about movies. Five others. Y'all covered a movie recently that has a special place in my heart. What? Breaking Away. Oh, really? (laughs) That's (laughs) fascinating. Well, maybe it's not my heart. (laughs) Because I'd never heard of it before we covered it. Well, I'll tell you this. Mm. It's one of my dad's favorite movies. That makes sense. Which is going to make the next part that I'm going to say a little awkward. Okay. I I'll, Let me tell you the circumstances in which I came to finally watch Breaking Away. Okay. I saw a Twitter poll mm. by the Twitter user Tessa Strange. She has great tweets. Okay. The Twitter poll was, which film is the better showcase of Dennis Quaid's thighs? Okay. And the options were Jaws 3 uh-huh. or Breaking Away. Mm-hmm. And I had seen Jaws 3, but I hadn't seen Breaking Away. So I watched Breaking Away. And this whole movie, I'm thinking, I'm not seeing any thighs. In fact, there's one scene where they're all in shorts except Dennis Quaid. Yeah. And then the moment comes yeah. where you see Dennis Quaid's thighs. Yeah. I fell out of my chair. <laughs> it's, it's, you've never seen thighs like these. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. And I, I do hope you talked about them thighs well, on the podcast. Let me tell you, while while discussing the film, Jaws 3 did come up. Oh, of so, course it was. <laughs> so we got in that realm. Yeah. Other parts of Dennis Quaid were discussed. <laughs> you'll you'll have to listen. His, his bum? It, uh, you'll have to listen. <laughs> I can't give a free preview. Yeah. You got to check it out. 
Uh, it's on AmeliusPod.com. Uh, you know, go go listen and find me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. It's also that weird thing where Dennis Quaid was like around my age when he filmed it. Yeah, but he's playing like a nineteen-year-old, so it's just like a weird layer. Yeah, I think he was feelings. the he was the oldest of the four. I want to say he was like twenty six in real life. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Um, Jack Haley was like sixteen playing nineteen. Yeah, it's, it's a whole <laughs> wide swath of emotions going on there. Mm. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at very cool Emily on both those. And hey, the third one that I forgot to say is Twitch. I'm also very cool Emily there. Twitch.tv slash very cool Emily. Um, I stream thrice weekly, soon to be twice weekly, and then soon to be whenever the hell. Wow. Um, you check that out though; it's a fun time. I'm, I'm asleep. Should now. I say? I should say what the next movie is. Oh, you should. Yeah, minute thirty is our next episode. It's gonna be hot fuzz. Hell yeah! That, yeah, that's, that's gonna a good be time. <laughs> that's a good time. Uh, can you believe by next episode, thirty minutes in? Wow. That's not half the movie. Not but even it's, halfway through. But this, it's close. It's close because to it's a short way. movie. That's true. Thank God it's a short movie. Thank God we're only dedicating two years to this. Yeah. Well, because the timing, you know, all yeah. that. Uh, you should, uh, you know, find us on Twitter. Patreon busted at, Well, okay. I started with Twitter this time, but I guess you can find us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Dunstan, I think. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what you have said in the past. Yeah, you know what? That checks. Uh, you can email us, DunstanChecksMin at gmail.com, on Twitter, at MajesticHotelNY, and on Instagram, uh, DunstanChecksMin. Uh, and you can find on YouTube, I post a fun little video every week where I mash up the trailer for the movie that is paired with the minute with the minute itself. Uh, the, you know, it, it wasn't easy for one hour photos, so go, go appreciate. I bet. <laughs> go appreciate, please. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I have fun with it. So that's, that's all that matters. Uh, find that on YouTube. You just have to search Dunstan checks men. It'll pop up. Uh, and then, um, you know, rate us and review us on Apple pod chasts. Uh, do, do you have a review challenge? Otherwise I can come up with one in 10 seconds or less. Okay. Go to Apple podcasts. Yeah. Are they killing iTunes? Am I hearing this right? I don't understand what they're doing. So let's say I want to review a podcast on my desktop. Yeah. Am I going to have to download a apple podcast app on my desktop i don't know oh tim i didn't know you could review them on your phone until someone told me here's what it is yeah five stars and then in the text review why don't you tell tim cook what you think of him (laughs) give tim cook a piece of what for i don't this might shut down our show i don't i'm afraid andrew if it does then we'll be free (laughs) (laughs) that'll be the perfect opportunity to start a new show we won't know until someone tells us though (laughs) Listen. Yeah. Five stars. And and just give Tim Cook the business. Yeah, give him the what for. In the, in the text of your review. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. All right. So until next week, we're checking out. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Nothing new is something new. That great poets imitate and improve Where our small ones steal and spoil Hi, I'm Andrew And I'm Justin And if it wasn't readily apparent at that 
we're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard of Oz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic from beyond? Oh, no. Not yet. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of remakes, film by film. Remakes have been done forever. People talk about Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.